Can someone give God praise in the house tonight? He's worthy of it all. There's a great promise, actually, for the nations of the world, found in 1 Chronicles 16, verse 28. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give glory to the Lord that He deserves. Bring your offering. Worship Him. Worship the Lord in all His splendor. KT, 119 different nationalities. Can we give God some praise in the house tonight? A wonderful expression of the church. And I want us to start thinking and dreaming as we go into Christmas with next week with J. John. Who here has a heart for a harvest of every nation, every tribe, every tongue? We've seen seven or eight countries represented. Why not every single nation being reached with the good news of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ? Why not, KT? The nations have come to London. The nations are here in KT. What is your offering tonight? What are you going to do? What impact are you going to make in reaching the lost? Next Sunday, we have a brilliant opportunity to bring friends, family, and work colleagues to J. John. Three services, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 6 o'clock. And we have to take uh, responsibility in our hearts for reaching the lost. Amen? So I want to read some scripture. We know these verses in Matthew 28, 18 to 20. But just because we are familiar with these verses, don't check out on me tonight. Amen? Because this is the job description of every believer in the body of Christ. Yes. It is not relegated to the evangelists. Amen? Amen? It is for every Christian in the house. Yeah, well Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. You know, in order to make disciples, we need to reach out. We, we've got to go and show, not tell them to come and we will tell them about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I want us to take a moment this evening to think about those friends, those family members that you are going to invite or you've already invited for next Sunday. What are the names that are on your heart? Those names are precious. Those people are precious to Jesus. He created them and he made them in his image and in his likeness. And he has given us the responsibility to reach them, to bring them to church so that they can be empowered, they can be equipped, they can be encouraged and affirmed in who they are in Jesus Christ. We're at a Kairos moment, church, I believe. There is a harvest coming to this house in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. We need to remind ourselves that God sees the end from the beginning, always, in an eternal mind. The past, the present, and the future is one right here right now. What are we going to do with what God has put into our hands? And I want us to think about the divine opportunities that God has given us in each and every moment of our lives to reach people with the good news of the gospel. Every relationship that we have should be strong, should be healthy in the things of God. And we know Romans 4, 17 tells us, and it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who will give life to the dead and calls into being those things that were not. 
as was shared this morning, we need to become a body of believers, men and women of God who pursue God's presence. And you know every time you're in his presence, dreams and visions are invigorated in your life. They are stirred up. Who are you dreaming and believing God for this Christmas time to come to a knowledge of Jesus Christ? KT, this is it. This is our moment to step forward with a confidence and a conviction to say, I am going to take responsibility with whom God has placed on my heart to bring them to church, to bring them into the family of God so that they can enjoy everything that we have enjoyed here tonight. There are two characteristics that we must remember of God. He gives life to the dead and calls those things that are not as though they are. We cannot have weak faith. We have to believe God for a harvest. Only a faith tested is a faith triumphant. Put your faith in Jesus into active action. But I think it requires a posture for us that is found in Matthew 9, verses 35 to 37. You know that you are the shepherd of your workplace. Amen? You're the pastor of your street. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like a sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into this harvest field. I wonder tonight, in and through all our expression and our fun and our singing and our dancing, I wonder if our heart can have compassion for the lost. It's the only emotion that Jesus exhibits. You know, compassion will stir, remove your heart for the lost in a way that no theology, no wisdom, no intelligence, no intellect will ever be able to do. And I'm a born and bred Londoner, so I can let you in on a little secret. I ride the subway. Does anyone use the subway, in, uh, the underground in London? You find yourself sometimes sitting in the same carriage, on the same train, and you see the same people. Many times I've got my headphones in, and people think I'm listening to music, and invariably I am. But I just look out on those seats, and I see hundreds of people that need to know the good news of Jesus Christ. And my heart gets convicted so many times where I see the same people, and I don't step out, I don't speak And I have a conviction in my heart that that's something we all need to do so that we can reach every person from every tribe, every tongue, and every nation with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The question, friends, tonight is, do we have compassion? Or have we become consumeristic, withdrawn, where we enjoy church and everything that it entails, but the world outside is dying and decaying? And it speaks to Vi's video, Two parallels. We enjoy so much of everything that's going on in the life of the church, and everything is wonderful. God is on the throne. He's Lord. He's sovereign. He's ruling. He's reigning. But you know, there's a dying world out there that needs the good news. There's redemption. There's restoration. There's reconciliation that we need to see. We need to be moved by compassion for the lost and have a heart to pastor and shepherd them. Our involvement and our investment in their lives have to stretch beyond merely bringing them to church. We must love them the way Jesus loves them. 
Amen? And the only way to do that, friends, is to activate ourselves. You read it in Acts 2, verses 16 to 21. It's the language of the Holy Spirit, dreams and visions. This was what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. Even my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. Can we prophesy that London will get saved in the name of Jesus Christ? Come on, KT. We've got to activate our faith. We've got to step out and use every opportunity that he gives us to bring people. Next Sunday is the first test, the first opportunity. We have 10 weeks of J. John going through the Ten Commandments. That is 10 separate opportunities to bring the lost, to bring the hurting, so that they can find redemption at the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. Everyone. We have the opportunity, friends. The responsibility sits with us. And my encouragement, my challenge to you today is what are you going to do? Because the Spirit is being poured out. See yourself the way God sees yourself not as you see yourself. The substance of what you really want to see is unseen. The kingdom is invisible, but it's habitable. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, assurance of what we do not yet see. For we walk by faith and not by sight. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. It's the full spiritual maturity of a Christian. However, it is written... What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Is there anyone in KT that loves the Lord tonight? Is there anyone in KT who loves the Lord Jesus Christ tonight? I believe God is preparing this house for a harvest of great souls, and I believe we've got work to do. Amen? So we need to be encouraged, we need to be empowered, we need to be enabled, we need to be equipped. But I want to close with these final thoughts in Hebrews 10, verses 35 and 36. Therefore, do not cast off your confidence, which has great reward, for you will have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So my word to us tonight, KT, is we've got to stop just simply seeing the dream, important as it is. It's time to start experiencing the dream. Yeah. This place filled to the rafters, seats to the front, 15,000 services a week, thousands of people coming to Jesus Christ, baptisms every Sunday. In Jesus' name, amen. Why not? Why not? So KT, will you stand with me? Will you stand with me this evening? And will you take a moment right where you are? Maybe you could bow your head and close your eyes and consider the names of those people that you're bringing with you next Sunday. 
the names that God has imprinted on your heart that you know, that you know, that you know, don't yet know Jesus? And will you respond graciously but intentionally tonight and say, I'm in. I'm going to step in, I'm going to step out, and I'm going to take responsibility tonight. I'm not going to shrink back. I'm not going to hide in the corner. I'm going to have the compassion that Jesus had for the crowds. And so in every crowded environment, whether it's Westfield, whether it's the subway, whether it's on a bus, whether it's in the supermarket, I pray that you have the compassion of Jesus Christ so that your heart would be stirred, not just to pray, as important as that is, but to reach out with a flyer, to connect, to love, to serve, because London needs us. London needs KT members to be prayed up, to be faithful, to be intentional, to be consistent, to endure, to be steadfast, to be full of grace and joy and hope and love so that they look at us and they see the glory and the grace and the goodness of God in our lives, not just with our words, but in our actions, in our hearts. Oh Lord, come and break our hearts tonight. Stir your people up to love and to good works. And that, Lord, this Christmas time, there will be a harvest of souls because we will take our rightful place in the name of Jesus Christ. Come, Lord Jesus, and have your way. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.